1: What were you saying? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I got got a grandnephew. You got a grandnephew. Explain that. Yeah, explain that. So my sister is like old enough to be my mom. And so then I have a niece that's like only like three years younger than me. And then she has a a son. And so that's technically my grandnephew.
0: Why is? Say it again. You got a what?
1: So I got a niece that's only three years younger than me. Yeah, she has a son. Oh, that's not
2: technically your grandnephew. That's yeah, that, he's that's that.
1: Yeah, that's my grandnephew. So that's why I was like, yeah, it makes me sound old. Somebody told me I should never say that again, but I'm like, that's what he is, though. I mean, that's what he is.
3: <laughs> right. I never heard that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I ain't never heard that. <laughs> That's, what he That's is. my grand nephew. Like what? Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah. Um. Congrats to my goddaughter, Nish Nish, and uh, Michelle, getting her license
1: today. Very hey, happy. Congrats. Very proud. Very congrats. proud. Congrats for real. That's dope. She, you yeah. gonna make her drive you somewhere? Absolutely. I'm no
3: longer mm. driving.
1: <laughs> that's how it is I remember those days
2: mm-hmm. I feel like every time like I feel like I don't mess up when I'm driving often but every time I do I look behind me and there's a student driving
3: <laughs> <laughs> what did
2: he ask it's like yo do as do as we say don't do as we do as we do, do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, every, I, like
2: every time I mess up I'm like there's definitely a student driver and I look to my left yep there you go and I, <laughs> I just imagine the instructor like you see
1: him don't do that don't. <laughs> you see him over there don't do that when every time I mess every time I mess up my dad is like either in the car or like he's seen me do something and I'm like this is what happened in front of my dad one time our friend Adrian he asked in front of our friend Adrian he's like be honest with me son are you on drugs? And my friend Adrian just died laughing. I was like, "No, I, no, I, I just made a mistake, man." You'll be honest. And he and he, and he was know? serious. He was serious. It, was, it must have been bad. It was. And Adrian was just, okay. So what happened was, <laughs> what happened was, I hit this deer, and then the deer got up but his neck was broken and it walked off and I freaked out and I drove off. And so my dad was like, you didn't call the cops? And I was like, no. He's like, so you get, get, didn't get the claim? And I was like, no. And he was like, Adrian was with me and he was like, be honest, are, are you on drugs, son? And then Adrian just started laughing. I'm sitting there like, no, no. <laughs> like, so, yeah.
2: I'm more concerned yeah. about that deer now. I mean,
1: he, that, <laughs> no, he that he that deer, did. Yeah, he did. You okay, said did. the deer walked off. Yeah, it was like Natural like, reaction, momentum. Yeah, it stood, it stood up, and that joint was freaky. Man.
2: I'm so sad. You gotta shoot it. Oh, I, like I, that's Georgia. Like you gotta shoot her or it oh, yeah. or him after
1: it. I've never shot a deer. I've killed one apparently though. But well, we don't know.
2: It might <laughs> still be roaming around. Keep going. No. Girlfriend or boyfriendless because don't nobody want it. <laughs> hey, keep. No, this was like.
1: Ten it's years dead. ago, man, that deer gone.
2: No, it's man. dead. I hope so. I hope that they did. died like right after.
1: Keith, it's mm. dead. Oh, it,
2: that's so... just
3: more. That's momentum when they because even when like when you shoot one, it always like kicks up in the air and then dies like a couple yards. My you dad shot? hunts.
1: So. Oh, okay. I was talking about hunting with somebody today.
2: Well, your dad need to hunt some more and stop driving all around America because it's it's a lot of deer out here in 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 uh New Jersey right
1: now. It is, It's mad deer, bro. I, I saw a deer at work yesterday, and it, it was like, and I live, I I was at work in the city, in like the city of Atlanta. I was like, how, I? like, and then the deer just walked up and was like, and then it walked off, and I was like, he know he wrong. He, he know he know he wrong. That's why he looked at me like that. Cause he like
3: why why up? is it there wrong though?
1: Because they knew it shouldn't have been in the city. It's like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was like
2: you, you said. It was like yeah I know. Yeah I know. Well, oh I Oh my I'm goodness. Say, just, just look at me. <laughs> out of way. I'll be I'll be out of your way in a minute. Not
3: supposed to be in the city. <laughs>
2: Mm-mm-mm. Um. How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm, good. Yeah, I'm great. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm surprised. Good. Likewise. Me too. What you say, T? I said I'm surprisingly wide awake. I've been up since like four thirty. I'm surprisingly mm. alert. Well, we going? I think
3: I'm twenty eight. I woke up today at four twenty eight. Couldn't go back to sleep.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Just think. Okay. <laughs> Oh, this podcast. Um,
2: hey, guys, this is Keith, and you are listening to Thank God for the Group Chat. Is that the name of the podcast? Yes. 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 I, I, just, I just had, like, <laughs> you ever, like, be talking, and then, like, your mind goes now somewhere cute. else? No, now but. Cute. Are you on drugs? no, no. No. <laughs>
1: That should be I, got a story. I got
2: a story to tell. True, now, now, that, now that y'all doing that, I got a story <laughs> to tell. It reminds me of a story. It, it didn't that. even happen to me. It happened to one of my best, best friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so his car broke down. So his father let him use his car, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they got multiple vehicles or whatever. Um, and so he's driving one day and he's out with his friends. One of his friends needs to jump. Right. So he he tries to jump his friend. Subsequently, his car, the car that he's borrowing, shuts down, too, while he's trying to give him a jump. So his father goes out there, jumps him and all of that type of stuff. Um, and then like maybe like a few days later or maybe a week later, they're out um, or he's about to leave. He's like, all right, Dad, I'm about to bounce. And he's like, all right, man, be safe. And a hey, no jumping.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no jumping.
1: No jumping, man. No. No, no, no
0: jumping. N-A. N.A., no jumping. N.A.,
2: N-A. 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 no jumping. No jump. But he said he said it oh, like man. he said it like I know y'all like the I know you kids like to the jump these the jump, days. <laughs> yeah. But we oh not we goodness. don't do that in this family. We don't be jumping people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> he said that like you he, he said no it like, well jumping. dang he said it like, well, I know that's your only reason for leaving this house is you trying to go jump somebody. <laughs> <laughs> And we not helping nobody like that.
1: Not in this no jumping. Oh, not in man. this family.
2: No jumping, man.
1: That's funny. <laughs> Why do you got to remind somebody?
2: <laughs> no, but um, welcome to thank God for the group chat. Um, I am your host. You know what? For personal reasons, I'm gonna go by King Roberson for a little while. I started on. Instagram,
3: yeah. I saw the change. I did.
2: Yeah, um, I'm looking at uh, you know, I'm in nothing too serious, but like just thinking about legal matters and stuff like that. I just think for right now, it would be best to have my last name presented a lot more. Smart move, Hmm. smart move. So we'll just leave it there. Um, All right. I had a Oh my bad. No, no, I'm introducing you right now. Hold on. So so he got T here. T T DeWitt, Um always giving props for being an amazing rapper. And I did it last podcast, but even more so, he's an incredible friend, super talented dude. Um, just all around. I was talking to him about his job earlier. Um super grateful to have him here. Sharice is here. Thank you. I jacked up her name last last week for no reason. because My cousin's name is Sharice. Uh, and so, like, when I'm with her, I call her Sharice. And she's like, my name is Sharice. And so, you know, oh, no excuses. Um, so, Sharice so is here with me. Um, speaking about best friends, definitely one of mine. Um, ready to get into this. Sharice um, is a journalist, and I want to figure out how to delve more into that. We'll see what she's up to. We'll see what she's, she's, you know, what she is willing to do. Um, So we got to, I'm not going to say, well, we had an action-packed podcast for you, but um, no, it's still action-packed. I just took Mm -hmm. off one thing because we need to really zero in on one topic um, this week. Alana will not be joining us this week because she has COVID-19 and we are um, (laughs) keeping her... Uh, We
0: don't don't know that yet. We not not claiming (laughs) it. No,
3: I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at what he just said. Oh, my gosh. I'm Uh, laughing at how he tried to make it seem like he said nothing wrong. But also, (laughs) we not
1: claiming it, bro. (laughs) Yes, stop. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm laughing at it. I'm laughing at how he said it, like like it's a fact. I'll <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: be, y'all! No, I'm not laughing at this no more, y'all. Okay, y'all okay. crazy.
2: Okay, so I was ready. I was ready to come in, just like podcast it <laughs> out. Like I let I let y'all. I feel like I let y'all rock in mad spaces last week, and I was like, I wasn't myself last podcast.
3: <laughs> no. He wasn't. I, I, I kept catching it, and I was like,
2: I don't know, maybe he wants this to happen. You <laughs> know? I was like, look, like,
1: fine, fine, let all of this stuff happen, fine. Um, um, he wasn't like keeping us. That's what I call it, right? Like <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if y'all know, then then we good, because I was like, maybe they forgot how I gets down. He's like, wait. <laughs> he's like, wait. I'm being nice. You like, I gotta stop. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying, okay, after Wait stuff I disagree it. with, but okay. um, but nah, this week isn't that pod, isn't that podcast for that because um, they, I wanted to talk about the Beyonce movies. I was ready this week. Beyonce I was ready.
1: What <laughs> was on at the gym today? And I was like, the f is this? And I was looking, I was like, I was like, why is this? And I feel like it's one I've seen before, but it was it was awful. It was muted, and I could tell it was awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See,
2: I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm ready, and I'm not even a part of the beehive. That's the crazy thing. Oh, is that, not,
1: that's the
3: crazy thing. That no, that's you? how you know. Oh, that's yeah. how I know. Oh, it. And she's just the whole like. Contra- I don't even know. That's a good word for that. Yeah,
1: like it's like I am.
3: I,
2: like, I think like, that how, might play you it you
1: not to. like her. I don't not like her. Yeah, I, I don't not like her. Sharice thought don't.
2: I was calling her a demon a few days ago, and I'm like, no, 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 I
3: was asking. I was like, are you start trying to say? No, I just want a clarification. Keith, why would you do that? Do what? Oh my god, <laughs> he's back! Don't even worry about I'm it. Be, like... I'm back this week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw. I'm like, oh, I'm wait. I'm, I was waiting on y'all to become friends and stuff, and then I realized. I'm like, oh no, they are friends, and they've ganged <laughs> up against me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm a movement by myself.
0: <laughs> but we a
2: force well, when well, we together, okay? Yeah. Let's stay together. Mm-hmm. Loving you weather, well, yeah. times are good or bad. Happy as sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this
3: is one hell of an intro. Yeah, yeah so um upon
2: f- upon further review, um episode 108, this is pre-you guys. Um we did an episode on Jade Coth. Don't feel bad, Tobias. It, it, you know, <laughs> Tobias made it <his> face. <laughs> <laughs> face like, oh pre-us. Uh,
0: um, pre us,
2: pre us. So we did an episode on um well not on Jade Colt, but you know how we are still we are still very much so in our series um with uh say her name and we'll we will be naming these podcasts after women slain by police and wrongly um wrongly assaulted by police until further notice. Um Jade Colt was our episode one hundred eight. Um and um recently uh, you know we've been posting videos and stuff on youtube um more frequently and um uh one of the jade cult uh supporters they hit us up and um in support of what we were doing and um I'm going to find it right now yeah, so um it, it's it, uh this is by young alchemist he said this a week ago he said thanks for naming this episode after Jade. We have been organizing events for Jade down here in WPB and not a lot of people are aware of this tragedy. So we appreciate any efforts to raise awareness about her. And um, I replied and said, most certainly, please keep us posted. And he said, we're actually hosting a candlelit vigil for her tomorrow night. So by the time you hear this, um, they've already done it. They did it three days ago. Um, If you have any questions about the case or the protest, please feel free to reach out to me. And I said, uh, we'll do. I pray it goes well. And um, so I'll be following up with him on that. Um, Number one, because he reached out to us. And so, um, you know, one of the lesser known situations is something that we can make make aware of and bring to the forefront. Um, So uh, again, rest in peace to Jay Coth. I believe she was, she was all of 19 or 20 years old. Um, um, Again, episode 108, if you want to know more, just, just Google it. Um, So um, idiom of the week, our idiom of the week. um, And this is in no relation. um, Bite the bullet. What does it mean to bite the bullet?
1: Um, I never get these right. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, bite the bullet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this, I don't know. Like, did was there like a point in time where people used to bite a bullet for authenticity? No, no,
2: no, no, no. Before you go into like the uh, the origin of it, like, just mm-hmm. like what's the record? What does it mean to you? Yeah, what does it
1: mean? Oh. Somebody bites the bullet. It sounds like when I, I feel like people say that when somebody like dies or gets killed or something. Like, oh oh no, that's the bite bullet. the dust. Oh, that's bite the dust.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bite the bullet. Um Shy, you got anything? I'm I'm drawing Yeah. I'm shooting things um, Ah <laughs>
3: <laughs> Um, I've always known it to like um, like I've heard people use it when you're just in a tough spot. And it's like, you have to make a tough decision or you have to do something or go through an experience that's gonna maybe cause pain or make you lose something. And it, I always just compared it up. Well, you gotta bite the bullet. like You just gotta take it for what it is.
1: Hmm. Watch that be exactly what it is. Well, you gotta remember, she's a journalist. She,
2: <laughs> she gotta mess with words. Mm-hmm. Um, To bite the bullet is to endure a painful or otherwise unpleasant situation that is seen as unavoidable. The phrase was first recorded by Root or let's say Rudyard Kipling in his 1891 novel, The Light That Failed. It has been suggested that it is derived historically from the practice of having a patient clench a bullet in their teeth as a way to cope with the pain of a surgical procedure without anesthetic. So like kind of like if they amputating your leg or something in the middle of battle.
1: Somebody bites them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen that in like movies. Yeah. So bite you,
3: you hint- yeah, Man. you hinted at that. Yeah. You were saying
1: that in the beginning, so... Yeah. There you go. Though evidence for biting
2: a bullet rather than a leather strap during surgery is sparse, it has been speculated to have evolved from the British expression to bite the cartridge, which dates to the Indian Rebellion of 1857. But the phrase, chew a bullet with a similar meaning, dates to at least 1796. Um, the phrase was used in a literal sense in the 1975 film... Bite the bullet. One of the characters has a broken, aching tooth and cannot get treatment. He uses a shell casing to cover the exposed nerve. The slug is removed from the bullet. The cap was hit to expend the charge, and the casing was cut down to allow it to sit level with his other teeth. <clears throat> Bite the bullet. That was painful. Bite the it bullet. It and That off me. my. Fr- yeah. Now, <laughs> my friends, is our idiom of the week. I like these idioms. Me too. I'm learning you're some you're things, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, also, we'll we'll see if we like this. Michael Jordan purchases Nas um, a NASCAR
1: team. Yes, he did. Um, I actually looked go up some more stuff into about detail this. about it. Oh, um. wait, yeah, Tobias. Yeah, yeah, I I actually looked up some stuff about this because it's actually kind of dope. So, um. So Michael Jordan, as we were saying, has purchased a NASCAR team. Second black man, um, I believe I read this correctly. Second black man to currently even own any, like out of all the NASCAR teams, there's only two. Um, Michael Jordan's the second one. And the guy that he got to be the lead driver is, I believe, let me make sure I'm, I don't want to say the wrong thing. It's Bubba Wallace. Yeah, but I, I know who he is, but I'm just saying, I was going to say about him being black. Yeah, he's like, black. Yeah, like, I believe he's the first. Let me see. I believe he's the first black person to ever be in, like, this, like, considered for these, for this particular races that they're finna have him in. Mm. And what's crazy also is that uh, Michael Jordan has said, um... Growing up in North Carolina, my parents would take my brothers, sisters, and me to races. And I've I've been to a NASCAR fan my whole life. The opportunity to own racing teams in partnership with my friend, Denny Hamlin, and have Bubba Wallace driving us is very exciting. Historically, NASCAR has struggled with diversity, and there have been few Black owners. The timing seemed perfect as NASCAR is evolving and embracing social change and more and more. And also... What's crazy is um, recently I was reading about how NASCAR actually banned the Confederate flag mm-hmm. from um, mm-hmm. being like, you know, shown at NASCAR races and everything. And this Bubble Wallace guy, um, like as he was starting to like kind of come up in the ranking and start being able to qualify for NASCAR, like racist stuff was happening because, you know, it is, I don't think it's a coincidence that NASCAR is primarily South. You know, a South thing, but you know, like like a noose was hung in his house, like on his garage, like back in July. No, it was not his house. It
2: wasn't his house. Mm-mm.
1: It was his workstation, right? Yeah. His workstation. Yeah, That's still is mm-hmm. up. It is it's, jacked uh, up.
2: Um, and uh, they investigated, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, air quotes. They investigated and they came to the conclusion that it was already there and it was already like that. And so, though so they didn't pursue it any further.
1: Doubtful. I doubt that. Because he didn't mm-hmm. find it.
2: One of his, um, one of the pits, people in the pit, um, they found it. And mm. they didn't even, he, who was also black, he knew about it. He didn't bring it to his attention. Someone else did. And he was like, Yeah, did you see
1: that? He was like, Yeah, I did. But I didn't want to worry you before the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, my question to y'all is Do y'all think? out of all the years, like Michael Jordan's been had money. Michael Jordan could have been on uh, like a NASCAR race. Do y'all think it's like a coincidence that now he's like, 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 Oh, let's get us a black person to own. And let's get Michael Jordan to own. Like, I feel like it's on one hand, I feel like the man, that's super cool. And then on the other hand, I feel like that's really convenient in, in, in light of the times. So it
3: looks like to me yeah, and this is just my opinion. It looks like to me he's trying to make up for what he didn't do before. Like when when things came up when he was in his prime, when he was the man. I feel like this is a attempt at like saying like oh I'm not those things that people were saying about me back then. Like I am for my people. I am, but it's just like Nah like you know I that's how I take it because it was just like when the limelight was on you, you didn't do what you were supposed to do and stand for us like don't do it now because it has a like it's like a train right now and it's running and right now everybody is hopping on it and they like they see it coming together but when we was trying to get the coal and the engine like when you was the man you didn't you didn't do that you you actually, made it, you delayed what was coming, you know what I mean,
1: so. I agree with that. I, I was honestly surprised that he even mentioned Black people in his statement. That's how far detached I kind of thought he was, honestly. I was like, the fact that he even mentioned diversity, I was like, oh, hmm.
3: But you know, you want to know something? <clears throat> yeah. And not to take over this whole um segment right here. No. I'm not, I'm not even shocked. I think, um, because, you know, we recently saw Mike open up a little bit. You know, everybody knows Mike is a close guy. You don't even hear nothing about him. Um, For real, for real. Um, I think us seeing him cry over Kobe. I think him losing Kobe, because, you know, Kobe was like his little brother. I think that opened up his eyes a lot. I, I think that was outside of his father passing and, you know, other things that you know, I'm sure is, is touching to him. I think that's probably Kobe's death probably was something that hit him for the first time in a long time. You know what I mean? For a man that has it all, like it's, it's nothing that he can't get. It's nothing that can't be in his reach. So maybe he's just in his awakening at this moment. You know, like maybe he is going to start, you know, stepping up for things and playing his part like he should have been years ago.
1: Someone did once tell me that men get more sentimental as they get older. So I don't know. What you think?
2: Um, No, I don't think that is coincidence. Um, That was the first thing that I thought when I um, saw that Michael Jordan did this. I was surprised about it. But it's kind of funny because although I was surprised, it actually makes complete sense. You grew up in North Carolina. Yeah. You grew up in North Carolina. A lot of the NASCAR stuff takes place. If a lot of it, if not all of it, I'm not sure. Um, no, because I know Daytona doesn't. Daytona is Florida, right?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. But a lot of it takes place. Like I think NASCAR is like think charlotte is like the capital or whatever Mm -hmm. like the hub or something um whatever that term is um so it makes perfect sense he owns a he owns a basketball team he owns the charlotte Hornets, formerly the charlotte bobcats he he owns that team he so it makes sense for you to own the other best thing in charlotte you're michael jordan Um, i also think that at the height of um racial outrage that you do it That's i do agree, I, was thinking. I do agree with um the thought of what sharice is saying i think that um i think that a nerve has been struck by him and i think that and like you said i think you he looked back on his life and and he says what have i done directly for black people what have i done And, and, you know, Nas talked about it in his album. And I think it's it's skewed and like, uh, it's like, yes, but no, Nas. He was like, everybody said that Michael Jordan doesn't um, do stuff for black people. He does, we just don't know about it. And I'm like, no, he just started doing stuff. (laughs) He just started doing stuff, Nas. Like, come on. Um, It's been said that Michael Jordan um, owns prisons. And that he, um, you know, it's a
1: different it's a different Michael Jordan. I've looked into that.
2: Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I know that I know that there is a Michael Jordan um, that can go by a different name. And so it wouldn't be under Michael Jordan at all. Um, It would be under a completely different name that he still, you know, he still profits from from there being private prisons. Um, but even the sheer fact that that's even a thought, there's some truth in every lie. You don't just make that stuff up. You know what I mean? You, you didn't get that from nowhere that Michael Jordan owns private prisons. Something's happening. Say you don't own prisons, you profit from, from them somehow. You're a profiteer of some sort. Um, also... The statements that allegedly he's made in regards to his shoes um, being sold and people dying over the shoes. Like, what are you going to do about the shoes? And he was like, and this is a quote he said, I don't make them. I don't make them for, for those type of people. Like, and it wasn't like those type of people that kill people. He was saying, I don't make my shoes for for people in the hood that can't afford them. You know, I don't make it I, like they not for him. Um but also when they when they were dying over him and he was like that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a it's kind of and that's what kept me away from Jordan for a long time. I'm like, man, you don't even care. Your mm-hmm. shoes are two hundred plus dollars and it's going up every year. Um and you don't care. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you're the reason why a lot of cats are like I want my shoe to be less, to cost less, because mm-hmm. I saw what it did. I saw what it does to kids that can't afford them. You know what I mean? Um, but even more so, even more so, um, I think BJ, not BJ Armstrong, there was a point guard that played on his team, and I'm I'm going to find the name. I'm going to find the name at some point in this podcast because I'm not, we're not coming back ne- next episode to do it. We're going to figure out his name. Um, He played for my, he uh, Don't quote me. I think it was BJ. It's not BJ. It's not BJ Armstrong. But there was a um, person on his team that was very adamant about what was happening in black culture. And he got crucified for it. And he was out of the NBA. He was on Michael Jordan's team. He was he was let go from the team and never played another game in in the NBA. And Michael Jordan was quiet because he said, well, let me not put words in his mouth, but he was quiet about it all and asked about it years later. He said, I felt like I could do more behind the scenes than to make a, a statement or whatever. But I'm like, what did you do? So for this, so long story short, this, and it just, it goes on, the list goes on. So for him, and I think that's why me, sharice and you are, are surprised by this is because we're surprised, but it's also like, it's about time. It's about time that you've done something. Um, to help or to shine light, not even shine light, but to do something that directly affects us and directly mm-hmm. puts us in a good light. Michael Jordan, you are Michael Jordan, but you are black. You are the most, if you are one of the most influential black men. At a time, he was the most influential black man at the at the highlight of at the at the precipice of his career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm there were things that were happening then that needed to be said then and still need to be said now. So it is, is, it is better late than never, but never late is better. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
2: When we come back, we're, we are going to talk about um someone else who is speaking up very late. Um, Are we, are we happy about it or are we sad about it is, is, is the question, but uh, we'll be right back to talk about Tory Lanez. So this week, this past Friday, I believe it was, Tory Lanez breaks his silence with an album. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was 18 tracks. Uh, maybe. Let me see. Um. Thank you. Oh,
3: I'm sorry. I I didn't even care to count. I didn't even. I didn't even listen. I'm not. Mm. Go ahead, keep keep breaking it down. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed listen.
2: to I'm I'm intro in it. You supposed to break it down. Yeah,
3: no, but keep breaking it down. Go ahead. Keep am so I didn't mean to cut off your intro. My bad. I oh no,
2: you good. Out. I was it's, like, hold on, hold on. You did, you did your
1: research, right? I, it's it's funny too. That was, that was, I was said, nervous. Why, like, on. I gotta pull some stuff out my behind. While I'm mm-hmm. looking the album up, I made sure to not accidentally click play because I still didn't want like I didn't want one of my plays to go towards his streams. So I was right. like, don't, don't click. It's seventeen
2: mm-hmm. tracks. Oh, seventeen. Okay, yeah. thanks. Um, Tory Lane's um, um drops an album called Daystar. As we learned a few weeks ago, when I say we, I mean y'all learned a few weeks ago that his name was Daystar. Daystar Peterson. Um, oh yeah, he did. People were in outrage because it was dropped on. It was dropped at a time where it wasn't. It wasn't the best of time to be dropping no album after you have allegedly done what you've done and the things that you are addressing in in this um project of yours. So, Sharice uh, is here to tell us more about that.
3: Yeah, so um as we all know it was uh alleged that it was alleged that Tori Lanez uh had been accused of shooting Meg the Stallion in the foot or feet because apparently now we have hospital documents showing us that she was indeed in the hospital for for her feet with bullet. <laughs> basically bullet wounds and removal of bullets. I didn't read the did, whole...
1: Did uh, she keep her toes?
3: Well, uh, I'll get there. Bye. <laughs> um, so basically, um, his uh, he basically uh, came through and said, you know, I've kept my silence for this amount of time. I'm not keeping silent no more. I'm going to speak my truth. I got time today. Time out. Um the cockiness that I got in that statement. I was just like, yeah, whatever dog, I'm watching the game. Like ain't nobody thinking about you. My mind's already made up. I think when you, I feel like one who's telling the truth has nothing to hide. So they're just going to come out with it, you know, to take this time and to really create an album on subjects that I may, I might add from the snippets that I heard on Shade Room. Cause I was never, um, streaming that for myself to listen to um just the fact that you like I just felt like he took the stance of oh y'all got me fucked up I'm still Tory Lanez and I I didn't I didn't really ex- appreciate that tone especially during the time where you know we basically were told something that we already knew but we were hoping that they would change and that's in regards to the Breonna Taylor, um, you know, um, situation, I I get choked up when I, like, really think about that because when the whole, like, we knew, I'm not sure if y'all were following it, but when I started seeing them bring out barricades and start preparing for a riot, I already knew we were going to hear what we didn't want to hear. But what hurt the most was basically in so many ways they were showing us, how they see us as far as our value on life.
2: Yeah, well, we like, not we not there. We coming. We coming there. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. right.
3: But move moving on for him. Like as a female to hear that type, like to just see what was going on, and then to hear him say, "Oh, I'm 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 breaking my silence." Basically, I told y'all. <clears throat> like it, I, I I couldn't take the cockiness. And then to hear the little snippets on the shade room where you're t- everything that you're talking about is irrelevant. And then you're never fully admitting to anything. It's like you're alluding to so many different things, accusing Meg of the situation in so many ways. And I'm sitting here like, so now you're saying Meg's the jealous type. Now you're sitting here saying, oh, Meg was trying to play you. Now it, it's like, okay why are you the victim now why are you making yourself the victim why are you flipping the script as if to say like i didn't do nothing y'all all all bugging why are y'all taking her side let me tell you things that she's done and it's just like aren't you a man like why i felt like he was being so catty and so feminine like i i was just like yo this was a true waste of time and the only thing i could think of is that you're just looking for a come up because somebody told you now is the time so make some music and you've got to talk about this because this is the topics that's going on and I'm just like that I was just so whack and then he, how he was just like responding to everybody that had something to say about it I was just like bro if you was telling the truth if you honestly didn't do nothing you wouldn't be so defensive and it's just like I true me personally I think he did do it and I just think you know, like he said, he's just been over here too long and you got comfortable and you just you're feeling yourself too much. So that's what I say on that. And um I don't agree with him dropping it, even though he later comes out and says, Oh, it was never about my time in as far as the Breonna Taylor stuff, like of course he, he was a uh, tone deaf to that whole situation. He just alluded to the fact that it was like his mom's anniversary. Um, I think of her passing.
2: It was it was his mom's birthday. birthday yeah, and, birthday. No, it was her birthday and the day that she passed. Oh, she passed.
3: Over. Oh, wow, she passed on her birthday. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I had somebody tell me they wanted to go out like that. I had somebody tell me they they said that they think it will look so cool. On the
2: tombstone, that's what they told me. No, I, maybe no. the day after. I don't I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want the day of.
1: No, thank mm-hmm. you. It, it, and it almost makes you wonder what were they doing on the. Never mind. So mm-hmm. she she had
2: cancer or something. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It See, wasn't know, anything like that.
1: No, I wasn't talking about her. I, I wasn't. Very oh, people. About that... Yeah, people who like. What would you? Yeah, no.
2: So, your, what are your thoughts on uh, the situation tonight?
1: <laughs> For me. I think the album Ride, I'm just playing. I ain't listened to it. I ain't. I didn't even. I didn't, I didn't even. And it, it wasn't even like a. It was the. It's kind of like that Takashi 6ix9ine situation when that song came out and he was talking about how his streams came up. And I was like, how? Who's listening to it? Like, I didn't listen to it. And so I, I don't know why I feel like me not listening to it yeah. makes it fly. Like, me either. Me
2: either.
1: <laughs> but, but, like. My thoughts on it really is the fact that I've been silent this whole time. Nigga, you haven't been silent if you've been in the studio recording. You was planning on, <laughs> <laughs> you, was, you was you was talking, you were just waiting for us to hear it. He's like, oh, they're going to hear this. I'm going to diss them on a the track. I'm 17 to be exact. And then, um, yeah, the timing was really awful. Uh, like, when I first heard that, I don't know if y'all remember in the group chat, like the actual messages. I actually got mad, like, mm. like I got mad, like, and then I had to like, like, because okay, I didn't know about his mom or anything like that, um, but like, just like you said, and not the delve into the Breonna Taylor thing, but just all of that going on, and then to be like, oh yeah, but me, like, nigga, shut, shut up. So it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, I don't know. And, and, and then, and then it's like what Sha was saying. Um, I feel like he got like short man syndrome or something. He is short, but he's got like short man syndrome. He's like, but what about me? And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. It's like, I like, like it's, it's like, I've, I've heard stuff about me before. And I'm like, I didn't do that. And so, and so then I, 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 and in my mind, I think, well, my real friends will ask, or, or my real friends will be like, that doesn't sound like the bias, or whatever. And then I just, it hurts my feelings for a little bit because I'm like, why are this person saying this about me? But then after a while, I don't know, I eat some chips or something, and I move on. So the point, <laughs> I know this is bigger than whatever I was going through, but I can't think of myself making seventeen. Like Nas and Jay-Z were mad at each other about stuff and they made one diss track and they kept it moving. This nigga made seventeen songs and it's like, dang, you really you really that hurt, bro, about allegedly something you didn't do? Like like, okay, then make a statement and say you didn't do it and then keep it. Right. But instead you 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 looked for the come up way. And Mm -hmm. And then you know, I kept seeing posts about like people saying like the album was actually fire or whatever. Yeah, that was hurtful. And I don't, I don't to to them. I not no, I'm not going to diss anybody who has to listen to it. But I don't care enough. There's nothing that fire to me to make me want to be like, uh, yeah, let me look at this or listen to this. It's there's nothing that fire, bro. Like there's better music out. And to be honest, I I got into a debate with a friend about. I, I actually had to think about it. I was like, why is Tory Lanez, like, dope? But, like, like I'm not saying... I think he's dope. But, like, in hindsight, I was thinking, like, I mean, like, do I really like his songs? And then I was like, not really. So,
3: and so I was just like... They're not his songs. He's the remix king. He takes yeah, people's stuff and like, makes it into his own. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I really...
1: So... So yeah, the whole thing is like it's like it's big cornball moves and if if this is your claim to fame or to get bigger, Tori, then you gotta do better, man. Like uh, <laughs> like, like like nah this is that's whack. So I would rather you go to Drake route where Drake wasn't mentioning about uh, his kid or stuff and uh-huh. then and then you know or yeah, yeah, Tori, it was it was whack.
0: Yeah, Keith.
2: In the summer of 2014,
1: Uh in my mind, there was literally like a flashback that thing that goes.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
2: in the summer of 2014 it was it was it was around july or it was july i was accused of doing something super egregious something way out of my character, something that I would never do on my worst day. Um, what? So that part hurt, yeah, I was accused of this. And at first, I'm like, no, 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 I would never do it. So anyway, and, you know, I kept living my life. When the rumors started coming in, the more offended I would get, and subsequently, the more hurt I became, when I came up to see you that around that time that was happening, what did we do? Tell at me, me? Yeah. We was making music. We made music. And we made music about what?
1: That particular that situation.
2: situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
2: I couldn't get it off my mind. Mm-hmm. That's all I thought about. I lived, breathed, and ate that thing. So much to the point as sometimes, at times, I thought, man, did I do these things that I was accused? And like, you know what I mean? But, you know, people tell me that that's a thing. I forget what you call it, but it's like you're inundated with this so much and everyone is telling you that you did this or accusing you of this. You start living like, like that. You start feeling like that even though it's not true. And so I would always have to like replay it in my head, what was going on. That situation as an artist, Mm. as a person at that time that felt like they were like one of the best rappers ever. (laughs) I felt like that at that time. That's how we supposed to feel. That's how you supposed to feel. What did I do? I did my craft. You said, yo, you want to, you said, yo, Keith, you want to write something? I said, I can't write about nothing other than this. (laughs) And I sat and I talked to y'all about it for three hours and I I was sick of myself. But y'all being my friends, y'all sat there and y'all listened to me. My Each and every time I brought up that situation, I brought it up for like maybe six months straight. Like my friends would just sit there and listen to me talk because it was so outrageous and i was so hurt by it now i listened to that i listened to the first track off of that off of that project and i said he sounds like me 6 years ago mm. Mm. he sounds like someone he sounds like someone that is an artist and has all day <laughs> <laughs> to write and think about what what he's going through. He writes faster than me. He has he fast. He, he writes fast and he has all the time in the world to do just that. I gotta work two jobs and this, that, and the third. You got all the time. And we in quarantine right now. What is we doing? Yeah. And your lawyer wants you to keep your mouth shut. What are you supposed to do as an artist? Mm-hmm. Chris Brown got into his situation, albeit guilty. He wrote and he was in the studio and Chris Brown is still in the studio. You, I'm convinced that you hearing songs from back, from what happened back then now. Chris Brown being in the studio for hours. Imagine if you going through something as an artist, as an artist and so, me knowing how vindictive and how duplicitous and how just utterly like just downright mean women can be many different times, many different levels. Yeah, I can't just come right out and say, he's lying. I can't come right out and say, I can't come right out and say, this is ill time. I mean, I did come out, I'm like, it is ill time, but I can't tell you when to put out your crap. This Brianna stuff is happening, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making light of that at all, but it's happening and it's been happening. Him being from Canada, he didn't know when it was gonna rule. We didn't know when it was gonna rule. No. He was like, Well, I know that I'm dropping my project, I gotta tell iTunes in X amount of time so that they know when to drop it. But I don't know when they doing that. Yeah,
0: that's true.
2: So, I, I can't come right out and say, like, but it, it also is funny to me. It's still funny to me. It's not lost on me that you were shot in the foot in both feet and none of your bones in your feet are broken. A lot of your bones, a lot, the... the your feet have the most bones in one spot, and, and the most it, veins in one spot. It does, like just and you fine. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm, and so I'm not here to accuse anyone. I'm not here to I'm not here to say this person is lying. This person is telling the truth. But I'm saying, like when Jadenna says, "You n- don't call yourself a king if you don't believe if you don't believe Megan the Stallion." I'm like, fam, I reserve the right to not believe either one of these people. Wow. Like, there's there's three sides to a story. There's your version, there's her version, and then there's the truth. Oh. So, like, that, like, so when I think about him and I think about this album that he dropped, and I said, that's what an artist would do. Right, wrong, or indifferent—that's what an artist would do. Yeah, and that's all I gotta say with that.
1: I didn't think of it that way because, as you were saying it, I was thinking of that "quote unquote" the word we love the most—toxic relationship I was in. Mm -hmm. And I was, as you were saying it, I was thinking like, yeah, there's the stuff that I said that got back to me. I made light of it just now, but I realized I, like you said before, I'm weird, and the stuff that got back to me. Was horrible. It mm-hmm. was stuff. It was stuff that, that, like when like friends wasn't replying to me. Like like I, I would get. I think I talked to you about it, Keith. But like mm. friends wasn't replying yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 And stuff. And that. And then like they could just simply be like, oh, I was busy that day. And when a friend wouldn't reply to me, I thought it was because they had, this rumor got back to them. They believe it, and then they think I'm this person that I'm not. When really this person this this. She was being vindictive and hurtful, and then of course she eventually apologized, but the damage was done. Yeah, and, and then and then, yeah, it's just like it got to a point where, like I even like like keep saying like I was like man like I even I even wrote a verse I, I wrote a verse, and then the verse sounds like I did it, but I didn't. But it was like I'm weird sometimes. I write stuff from other people's perspectives. And I was trying to think, like, why would you think?
2: Like, this? why would you think this? Why yeah. would you do this? Do what, this. what did I yeah. do to make you feel like this was OK to do? Like yeah. what, where, what? Like there's so many angles that you can take and there's so many angles that your mind takes you in regards to that situation or any situation like that. And so say that she is flat out lying about all of this stuff. That's defamation of character and I sat back for two months and I didn't say anything.
1: Yeah, and that's the approach I took. Like I didn't, I didn't say nothing.
2: No, I'm, talk- uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm talking again. I'm sorry. Because you are a man, because right. you are a man. You don't say anything, but then like
1: when it reaches this level, it's like, bam, I got to say something. And, I've been on a podcast before and the the whole point of the podcast I didn't notice at the time was to troll people. And I got on the podcast and the the guy who I was, he was like trolling me and stuff like that. And he was saying all this stuff about me and I didn't respond because that caught me off guard because I thought he was going to just generally interview me about my music. And I went back and saw the comments. The comments did say, oh, he didn't respond. That means that was true. And I was like, what? That doesn't, that's not true. Right. Right. Like, I yes.
2: Right. To so a lot of people, it's like that's like an admittance of guilt because you didn't say anything. It's like, no, I didn't say anything because for me and for like where I come from, I'm like, you might feel that way. Fine. Feel how you're going to feel. But now it's affecting my it's not just affecting my money. It's affecting my career. It's affecting people rocking with me. It's affecting people thinking that thinking that um. I do this to women, especially in this climate. It's never appropriate, it's never appropriate, it's never appropriate, I want I want that to be clear. It's never appropriate to put your hands on a woman, to shoot a woman, to rape a woman, in no circumstance. Let that no be clear. No. So, right, no means no. no Where, yeah. So what I'm saying is like, bam, for them to think that of me, that's crazy. And I was quiet for two months. I'm, when I say I'm him, I mean I mean Tory Lanez. You know what I mean? Me, me, I'm like the people that accused me, I was on some like anybody that anybody that knows me and they feel a certain way about it, they gotta come to me and ask me. Otherwise, y'all just y'all just saying all types of crazy stuff. I pinpointed the people that I needed to talk to, and I said, I just need to talk to you, and I need to talk to you. Other than that, that's fine. Anybody that was a friend of mine, they knew not to come to me with that, did you do it? No one that was a friend of me ever came to me and say, did you do it? Because they knew my character. They knew I didn't do it. They was like, yo, I heard this. They bugging. They wilded. Yep. No, never, never that. like It was never like, well, did you? Well, what happened? Instead, like What's your side of the story? It was never that. You know what I mean? So when you got get him, who was on a much bigger scale with people that don't know who he is and don't know him personally and can't attest to him, or you got people, like he was saying in one of his songs, um, I, I didn't hear this song. It was a snippet where, where he was talking about Kalani and he was talking about Jojo. He was like, fam, if you... <laughs> this was a good point. He said, fam, if you're going to take me off the album, take me off the original version. Don't take me off the deluxe. Take me off the original version. You took me off the de- deluxe version. I'm still on the original. Take me off. If you, if you serious about it, do that. Um, and then he was like, Kalani, I held your newborn baby. We've been rocking for six years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you got those type of situations happening. I'm not mad at someone like that. I don't think that he exploded. I think he did what artists do and and made an album.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, when you broke when you broke it down like that, I guess being an artist myself, I honestly was sitting here like, oh yeah. I was looking
2: at you like, T, you an artist, you already know.
1: Yeah, cause I, I've I've got some stuff that's just like will never see the light of day. But I wrote it out of angst and anger and just like like out of those situations. And also, I want to say this: like, like anybody who's like ever like seriously knows me knows I have nothing but sisters, and know my sisters are mean as hell, mm-hmm. and know like like my sisters have told like girl ex girlfriends and stuff like that. Like, oh, if my brother do this, I'll handle them. And they aren't playing. And so mm. then for the <laughs> fact that the fact that this person, like the person that did all of this, they know they're not welcome around. Like, because they know like, like it's just as well as my sisters would handle me for being, for say, if I did anything like that, they'll handle them for lying about it.
2: And mm. I, I say this I, and I'll, I'll be done and Sharice can close it out. Um, I sat back for so long, number one, cause I knew I'm like, this ain't true. And I had faith in the truth. You know what I mean? I had faith in the idea or, or in the thought that the truth will set you free and all of that type of stuff. And I was like, this isn't true. Somehow this is going to come out where this ain't the truth. But no matter what, like stuff like that, that's always going to be like, it's always going to be like a scarlet letter A on you somehow even if it ain't true you know what I'm saying so like him him like say he didn't come out and do it say he didn't do it and and crazily enough something else happened they still gonna always be able to have that in their holster to come at him with and say well you did this yeah um but for me it was like the truth you know what I mean and so you know, later on, like, and and I'll say this, the truth is always quieter than a lie sometimes. It's a lot, It's mm-hmm. a, because people like, people like rumors, like the rumor is always louder than the actual truth. You know what I mean? So when the truth came out and these people that were accusing me recanted their statements or said, well, we weren't clear. This is exact. this is actually what happened. No, he's not this person. Um, that wasn't nearly as loud,
1: yeah, mm.
2: that wasn't nearly as loud, because people like salacious news. people like stuff that that defames a person or disparages a person. People like things that don't pe- paint people in good lights. People like to see people fall. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah um, that that is facts
1: that is facts That, that is, is I- facts. I, I honestly don't crucify me. I honestly listen to uh I listen to everything. And I listen to um MGK's new uh rock album, um Tickets to My Downfall, and I actually liked it. Mm-hmm. And that and that title in itself is like that's kind of like deep. Like here's like people are paid tickets to watch your downfall. Watch, watch your downfall.
2: Like people like to see a rise. like like Scarface. People love that. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to see the rise and fall. Mm -hmm. we gonna build Mm -hmm. you up why we building you up so much and like why do we yeah yeah, why do we love stories when people famous people aren't doing so well
1: those stories make me sad actually yeah
2: I really don't want LeBron to win this championship (laughs) (laughs) sorry you got any Closing remarks, so we, we moving on.
3: Um, I'm, I'm just going to say this. Um, I just, I mean, okay, even if you are saying that, um, you know, what if he didn't do it? I just don't see why she would go to these depths, you know, like with the injuries and the, the ER paperwork and the whole nine. I'm not saying that she's did- 100% telling the truth. Um, I do, I do believe that this was a, um, I don't even know what to properly call this when you're like messing with somebody, but like, you know, you don't really want to go there with them. What do you call that? Playing? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. you playing around? I don't know. Okay. But I just think, um. Oh, no, I think he really likes her, for sure. Yeah, and I think think that's why his feelings were hurt. But I think Meg is just, like, riding her success right now. And it's just, like, anybody... Like, you got to remember, she's young. You know what I mean? She's young. She's rich. She's getting all this attention and the whole nine. But um, what I do think is, like, something happened. I wasn't there. None of us was there. Only them who were in that SUV know exactly what happened. But... I I do think like something went terribly wrong and I'm not, <laughs> I just think they, they, like, you know how you, they'd be like, stop playing, with, stop playing with that lighter and, but you keep doing it and you accidentally light something on fire and you panic, mm-hmm. and you try to put it out quick. That's how I looked at that situation. Y'all fooling around, like hanging out, having a good time, not really claiming one another, but then things got intense and y'all lost control of it. Yeah, And then it was just like somebody hurt somebody. Whether she pulled out the gun first and he tried to grab it and it ended up firing awkwardly on her foot or whatever it may be, I just think they lost control of the situation. That's just me. Mm -hmm. Whether he he did it or not, I I always say don't put yourself in um, situations where you're not in control. And I get it sometimes, like you are in situations where you'd be like, yo, I couldn't do nothing but that. I I just think, I think they both knew that they were probably should have called this quits a long time ago. But it, it's something about when you're messing with somebody you shouldn't be messing with that keeps you coming. Like, I'm going yeah, I'm to I'm keep, right. I'm going to keep like fooling around with it until something horrible happens. And then you're like, I knew I should have left it. I should have I left a long time ago. And I and I think they they reached that point, and it's just on a bigger scale because they're both celebrities. But I just I, I always I keep saying, where were their security? Like, what? I, I was just like, why are y'all carrying guns? I'm so confused. Like that that would forever blow my mind. But that's not here nor there. I just don't want people to be tone deaf um, to a black woman saying that something happened to her, and that's not. At the very least, be sensitive about it. Oh, know, I'm not saying, right? I'm not right. saying, like, don't believe her. Or be, I mean, if you're a Tory Lanez fan, you're a Tory Lanez fan, do you? But just don't be completely deaf to what's going on. I'd rather you listen. To, I'm not, me personally, I'm not going to listen to it because I feel like he should have talked a long time ago. But hearing Keith Sizer's story, I'm definitely like, oh, okay but it's, it's really weird because it's like he talked to people too like people was mad at TI people was mad at somebody else and I'm just like hearing it from Keith maybe because I was one of those friends he mm-hmm. talked to
0: mm-hmm.
3: and I'm like I completely understand why Keith took that route like I'm like absolutely me personally I, I'm always ready for war when it comes to Keith so it's just like <laughs> where she at you know what I mean like you know, he was like, "No, Shaw, sure, I just need you to listen." And I sat there and I listened, and I said, "You know, that's cruel. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand why somebody would want to do that to somebody." But you know, and
2: and to it's to your just point, the world we live in so. And to your point, I want to say this: the uh, the point that you made, like sometimes it's like, "Well, why would she go to those lengths?" But sometimes mm-hmm. people go to those lengths so that people can say. Why would they go to those lengths? Limps? Limps, right. I, I,
1: I know somebody, um uh, I I don't like this person. I, I y'all know I don't use the word hate. I might actually like no, I'm not gonna say it, but it's it's a like I know somebody who literally like at my old job, this isn't involved me, but they went to those lengths. They uh they faked abuse, they faked uh depression, they faked uh miscarriage, they faked all kinds of stuff to to tarnish somebody's name that they was kind of having like a thing with and then this person oh went gosh. back to the this person ended it and went back to his wife and it was like some movie stuff like this person just went to its stint after his stint and then of course this person ended up the uh, the person who was doing all that the they ended up getting fired because the truth came out and mm. and stuff but it was like 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 they were updated status and just they were just vindictive and hurtful and and it, it, it kind of, in a way, I'm not, I, don't, I'm, I don't want to get into it, but my situation, it kind of reminds me of that. Like, and you just think, like, why would this person be this way? But sometimes, some people, it's something in them that, like, like I, it's kind, it kind of goes back to that what you said about, like, don't get yourself into a situation that you can't control. Some mm-hmm. people get themselves into situations that they can't control because they can't control the person and then they uh-huh. they do anything like to manipulate, control and then if they can't have you they'll break you and then it's like something twisted up there this is like, like I'm a I'm a break you if if I can't have you and it's yep. like what's wrong with you yep mm. and then also going go through that to, right now <laughs> also <laughs> lastly thing I want to say is um I don't know if you know this y'all. uh Keith knows this I'm a I like to run and mm-hmm. there have been times where, like, like I feel like a slight pain in my foot from running, um, sometimes, and then it turns into like a massive pain if I don't like cater to the foot. And mm. I know for a fact there are so many tiny little mm. little bones in your foot that that like 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 I'm like oh this hurts a little bit and this thing I know my friends would be like sit down I won't and this thing I know I'm limping off of that little bone in my foot. So, like he said get shot in your foot something's gonna f up like mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's crazy i don't know in the well maybe she wasn't shot maybe she was bleeds like the object player I don't oh, yeah. know. it's I,
3: it's a messy story it's messy like you know what i mean so, it's
2: very messy mm. uh when we come back um another messy story uh that we're going to talk about um Uh, The Breonna Taylor, um, can I say verdict? Um, But there's, hey guys, fear not. There is a silver lining here, breaking news. There is a silver lining, breaking news. Um, We're going to play who sampled it and we're going to do a little, um, thank God for the group chat version of I Pray This Helps with uh, Revelation chapter one. Tobias is yawning, so we're going to make this quick.
1: I'm not, I wasn't, that wasn't like Be a right sign. Right back, Be right
2: back. No, I know No, I, uh-huh. I know it's not, I know it's not. I yawned one time, and I yawned one time, Uh Sharice left, I yawned one time in class in the second grade, mm. um, and my teacher thought I was bored,
1: uh-huh. and she snapped, am I bored? <laughs> I'm like, no, I really needed to yawn, I'm sorry. I, I had a teacher snap in class one time, and she started tap dancing, and she was actually really good. And So now, anytime somebody snap, I'm like, "Oh, you gonna start tap dancing?" But nobody knows the reference but me, so it's yeah, just yeah. always weird. It's crazy. We'll be right back. <laughs> 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 Peace. We're gonna do the um the song of the
3: um,
2: yeah. We're gonna do um mm-hmm. a little who uh who sampled it?
1: Who sampled it? Oh, that's gonna be the jingle. I think I wish Oh yeah I can go oh, and listen Tobias, to it. How much
2: you want how much you want how much do you want to do um are y'all seeing the screen? Yes. Okay. How much do y'all want to uh to make a jingle? How much
1: how much you gonna charge me? I wouldn't charge you to make a jingle. Then why you ain't do it yet? I,
3: <laughs> I knew it, you walked into I knew, it, I, knew he, I knew he was
1: gonna say that. Man, I've I've been trying to wrap up a few things. my <laughs> so Last night before you went to bed, did I tell you to make a jingle? So why ain't you nut.
2: <laughs> Smile so ain't you nut. <laughs> oh man, I can't see y'all though. That's the crazy part. Okay. okay. we can see you. Y'all gets okay.
3: Right there in that corner.
2: Uh, uh, I don't want to reveal this song. Okay, so here we are. Um, so what famous gospel group made did um did Puff Daddy and Usher and Loon sample to create this song?
3: I'm not gonna get this one. Yeah,
1: come on. That hey,
0: Usher I <laughs> need I, I need a girl to ride, ride, ride. I need a girl to make my wife. I need a girl who's mine
2: all night. I need a girl with me, my wife. You want me to naturally know. Okay. I mean it.
0: Yeah. On the microphone. I got it all, but I really need a wife at home. At I don't home. really
2: like the zone. never spend the night alone. Well, I got a few. Y'all want I, I'll give y'all one hint. You me don't tickle my fancy. Y'all got to ask the question. Raise me a famous
1: gospel group? Yeah. Are they I'm sisters? Not get
2: most of these girls No, they're not sisters. They really they're one they question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you should have deliberated. You should have asked. <laughs>
2: Okay, boy, uh, you gotta
1: guess. What is it? That was, that was my one question. Don't she get away? No. <laughs> That's why I say <laughs> y'all should. You said one question. No. You said one question. <laughs> I used to do a good keep impersonation. I think I lost my touch. <laughs> Well, you just haven't them. been around him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
2: don't think you've ever done a good Keith impression.
1: You don't think so, but then I would say something and people play. be like, oh, they sound just like Keith. No, nobody says that. We don't. We only have two mutual friends. Xavier said it. I feel like Lawrence has said it. Oh, so I you feel, do it behind Xavier. my back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if I repeat what you say, but then if, instinctively, I would do it in your voice.
2: All Tobias does is just... Find little ways to make fun of me so when I retaliate, <laughs> I look like the jerk. Yeah, I'm just,
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: I don't know. Okay, I'm sure you, sure you don't. Sure you don't. All right.
3: Who oh, sampled it?
2: Who sampled uh, it? All right, here we go. I'll,
1: I'll play the song in two seconds. He's hiding the video. Oh, we see it. Y'all see it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I would have
2: never got that. smooth. I ain't even about to play Ain't That That's just smooth, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the wow. answer is the wine is counted all joy. Wine is counted all joy. And and, and prayerfully that'll be the operative thought that you leave with at the end of this podcast is to count it all joy. All the stuff that we talked about on this podcast today, count it all joy.
1: Everyone goes through
2: trying time comes in the morning,
1: morning even when it seems hard to find he gives us peace for you and me then I never knew they simple didn't then he come in smooth then he come
2: in smooth that is smooth
1: he, I'm not even gonna lie at first I thought like, yeah mm-hmm. like I was like it's keep seeing
2: no, 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 nah, nah, I wish I sounded Ooh. like him.
1: Sound Everyone like goes through trying Oh, no, 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 no.
2: Let's get this straight.
3: That sounds like R&B. Let's get
2: this straight. Commissioned and the Winans. Yes. Helped lay the groundwork for what y'all know and what we know as 90s R&B. Mm. Undoubtedly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Definitely. All the all the, all those cats, all those '90 cats, got their R and B style from gospel music, and so, mm. yeah, they were well, it, they kind of like played mm. off one another. You wouldn't have one without the other. Mm. I'm gonna run this back one more time. Oh, uh, so I guess that's why music was so good. Keep them on Marvin. Everyone goes through trying time. Oh, you heard me. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Joy comes in the morning. What you be saying? Wait
0: a minute. Bring <laughs> <laughs> it back. I ain't
2: no funk master flex. I ain't about to be dropping no bombs and all that. He gives us peace for you and me.
1: Was crazy. Is oh it's man, that's a, a song right there, ain't it? Ain't it? You she shout about that's to download. it. She about to go on Twitter. Oh
3: no, him. I'm going right to it. After <laughs> the episode. Yeah,
1: was so you, know, awesome. you know what's crazy is when I saw Diddy and Usher. For some reason, my mind—I kid you not—honestly went to Mario Winans when yeah. um, when he had that other song where he's. And I was thinking like, oh, I know what they symbol for that other song that Mario Winans did, and I don't know why my mind did that. And then it so happens. That the, and then I was just like, when I saw that, I was just like, what? I should have just said Mario Winers and been wrong, but, but, <laughs> but, been happy in my wrongness because I was like, it landed somewhere.
2: I was hoping that people wouldn't say Mario Winers, even though, like, if you thought about it for a quick second, your mind, like, if you did like six degrees of separation, mm-hmm. it's like only like maybe one degree of separation there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, please, you know what I mean? I kind of want y'all to get it, but it's fun. It's more fun if y'all don't get
1: it. <laughs> See, I like trumping y'all. I, one of these days we gonna get. I one I feel like I got one. I got one. I
3: got one. I, like Sha, I got
1: one. one. You Shaw got on, one. Patty. T. You you
2: don't be getting them as soon as I bring them up. You you'll say the name before I can say who it is because you no, look at I the got,
1: screen. I got the Patty LaBelle one. <laughs> With the
2: Outcast, I got that one. All right, so all right, cool. You got you did get that one going forward. I want y'all to know the name of the song. The, Tobias was like, the name. Okay, shari has got that. She said the name. <laughs> T was like, uh, He was so close. I was like, Nope, 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 because that's not the name of it, but he was close. All right, okay, cool. Yeah, so that was kind of All joy by the whinings. Um, please don't flag us. Um whinings, we were giving y'all props. Um, Usher and Diddy, please definitely don't flag us. Well y'all can't flag us because y'all stole the song from them. So any money <laughs> any money that y'all get off of this goes to them. So, um don't There's that, dad, bro, because
1: Viddy going
2: to be like, I got something for your ass. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: no. Like Now
2: I'm not about to sign you to my new um podcast label. Oh, he got a new podcast <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm saying if uh. you were creating one.
1: He probably is because it's the hot thing in the
2: streets now. It is the hot thing in the streets. Keep in mind, we've been doing this podcast thing for four years. We've been in this mm. thing for four years. So we mm. ain't new to this. We true to this. Mm. You know what I mean, we oh, just gonna uh, tick we just about to stick to the root of this. Mm-hmm. You wow. know? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I definitely well well now is just a good as time as any to talk about it then. Um just mm-hmm. podcast plans. So coming up, um our last episode for season three will be October twentieth. So you got after like including this one, I think you have three more podcasts. Mm. Um, for the season, so just keep a heads up. We won't be with you until we won't be with you again till November twenty fourth. So we got three more for this season. We're going to take a break. Well, the cast will take a break. I'm gonna. I'm about to go into overdrive to up to Annie for season four. Season four will be on Twitch. Season four we're going to be on Facebook Live. Season four. um We're adding a new cast member, another cast member. Hopefully we don't lose anybody. Um, But um, we adding another cast member and hopefully that will work out and be fun. (laughs) Uh, What else? There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. A lot happening, a lot happening. Let me look up the planes. Uh, Some of this stuff they don't need to know. Okay. (laughs) Some of this stuff is like, we gotta have a meeting to talk about. Yep, that's all y'all need to know (laughs) That's all they need to know That's all they need to know Um, So yeah, just be on the lookout for um, Some good things happening Um, Also want to shout out um, Again The Americas for listening to our podcast Mexico um, Ireland The Czech Republic um, Japan Is in that mix Hey, Um, I always wanted to go there I want to be anywhere but here right now (laughs) Um, who else it's a lot of y'all it's a lot of countries there's a lot of them in that one percent it's like 89 percent america and then like it's like a gang of like one percent listening to it so shout out to all of y'all oh we'll be switching back from another thing that is okay for y'all to know we're going to switch back from anchor so we, we will no longer be available on anchor come season four Um, We're going back to Podbean, so if you want to catch us on Podbean, we'll be there first before anywhere else. Um, Yeah, that's it for the announcements right now. But remember, three episodes left, not including this one, three episodes left. After that, we'll see you again November 24th to start season four.
1: That's right after Thanksgiving, isn't it?
2: That's right before Thanksgiving. So when people go on their trips, on their road trips, on their plane trips, they can be listening to us to start the new season.
3: Wait, when is Thanksgiving this year?
2: Uh, When is it? When is it, T? I don't know. I'm finna look. It's on a Thursday. It's always on a Thursday. It's always
1: on a Thursday. It's the last Thursday of the month.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. twenty-six. Yeah. So
1: 26. Yeah.
2: So y'all catch okay, us cool. on the 24th. We record on the 23rd.
1: <coughs> I remember one time I was talking to uh, this girl and then I realized I couldn't talk to her when she was like, it's Thanksgiving Friday. You know, I was like, it's over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it gotta be over.
3: <laughs> There's no excuse be. for that. Mm. If you're not, if you're not under some some influence, there is no excuse for mm. that. Oh, wait!
2: Said it's over. <laughs>
3: <Mm-mm>. <laughs> Tobias, were you? <laughs> oh my god! Were you hurt at all? Like wow. <laughs>
1: I was just
2: like, man, people are crazy out here. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share the screen one more time. Uh, Kelsey, 36, 36. Yeah, so uh, you... y'all keep talking. Y'all talk. I'm trying to, oh. to stuff over here. Oh, you finished the screen? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: um, What are we transitioning into?
2: Are uh, we getting ready to talk about uh, Brianna Taylor? Oh, read, uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah.
3: Brianna Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Um. There's yeah. been a lot of memes and a lot of um things generating from, you know the <clears throat> the charges that were brung uh, upon the officers and um, I don't I don't really think people get because you know people just love to take what they hear and like make it into their own. Um. Because mm-hmm. I I seen this one post that said, um, Brianna, I'm sorry that the the walls. Were more um, valuable um,
1: in your life
3: than your life. I don't think they're realizing like what what they what the charge is really about. It's the fact that it's what's beyond the walls. So basically, it's not that the walls were more important. It was the bullets that could have hit someone else. More okay. so, that's what that is really about. So right. it's not that the walls more important. Someone outside of Brianna Taylor is more yeah. important. So that's how that should have been worded.
2: Yeah, that's the ironic part about mm-hmm. it. It's like they were afraid of innocent people being hurt and killed when mm-hmm. you killed and whilst killing an innocent right. person, right. Um, so I'll read it. This is courtesy of CNBC. Shout out to y'all. Thank you. <laughs> um, the grand jury indicts former Louisville cop Brett Hankerson and Brianna taylor Ray, but no charges related to her shooting death. Um, and I'll just read key points because we pretty much know what it is. A grand jury indicted a former Louisville, Kentucky cop. Sergeant Brett Hankison on wanton endangerment charges connected to the police raid that led to the killing of Breonna Taylor, but he was not charged with any crimes related to her actual death. Number two, other police officers involved in the raid on Taylor's home were not criminally charged by the grand jury. Taylor's death among along with the police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis last spring Catalyzed the protest-driven movement to reform police organizations nationwide. So that's the sad part. That's what we sad about. But they're giving us something else to be hopeful for right now. Um, my mom sent this to me, um, or she sent it to our our, our, our group chat, a family group chat. Um, so it says this: a grand juror investigating the Breonna Taylor case has filed late this afternoon a motion today that basically says attorney general Cameron screwed us over and the grand juror wants everything released. And so, uh, you can find that, um, you can find that on uh, juryverdicts.net jury grand juror or backslash grand juror. Um, so, it's not over. The fight is still on. So all the all the all the video and stuff that they have, audio and stuff that they have about, about what took place that day, they want it released. All the um the paperwork that they didn't have before and that was blank and all that, they want it released. So mm-hmm. y'all keep praying. If you haven't been praying, start praying. Um have faith and um count it all joy. Mm -hmm. well one thing that we know exactly how it's going to turn out um god has given us grace in that regard i mean god has always given us grace in many regards in every regard so don't take it like that but um is we know how the end is going to turn out um and when i say the end i mean the very end the this armageddon that you all speak of and uh it is something that a lot of people are afraid of, but in all actuality, if you're in Christ, you don't have to be afraid. <laughs> you don't have to be afraid. And if you're not in Christ and you're afraid, shouldn't that tell you something? If you, <laughs> you gotta have, <laughs> just have faith that it ain't gonna happen. But let me not say that. I am about to promote that. But so yes, we are in our, we are as as promised. And as I've been putting it off and putting it off. We are now in our revelation study and uh, we're going to get to it. Revelation chapter one. Revelation chapter one. Um, I'll pull that up as well. You can. And uh, It's about to get real quiet, I guess. And so don't be afraid of the, we're not about to do the whole. Um, sound effects? Not sound effects. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, we don't have to do the whole dead air thing, talking through the dead air, because I know we, yeah. We about to be studying for a quick mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes. So here we go. So don't be put off by that, everyone. So let me just pull this up real quick. Okay. I love Sharisha's enthusiasm. It's always encouraging. <laughs> Like yes, I want to learn. I'd be hype. okay. Oh,
1: dope! I didn't think you. I didn't know you was gonna pull it up on the
2: screen. Dope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not use it, right? Yeah, we use it for everything else. You, <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be shouting at the football game later on? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like that, like that right that's always what I would think like
2: uh yeah
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's your point, what's point? what
3: you
0: get? what you getting at
1: <laughs> what are you getting at I remember one preacher was like I see somebody like everybody was like, like hmm. getting, getting emotional and I was my first time visiting that church last time visiting that church actually too. And I remember he was like, "Somebody out there not crying," and I was like, "Somebody <laughs> not crying?
2: What? It's you, Pastor? It's you?
1: It was you? I you feel
2: like he, he looked at me. He was like, "I was like, yo, you. If if you was crying, you wouldn't see that. I'm not crying. <laughs> Somebody not crying." <laughs> what? All right, so Revelation chapter one, I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. Um, why is that, Keith? Why not the King James? I do have the King James version up here. Nothing wrong with reading from the King James, from the New King James, from the NIV, from from the majority of the Bibles that you like to read from, but I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible because uh, the New Testament was written in Greek and it's, um, A lot of the Bible scholars say that the New American Standard Bible is the closest to um, the actual transcripts, um, like, you know, the actual translation of the Um, transcripts. So chapter one, um, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his bond servants the things which must soon take place. And he sent and communicated it by his angel to his bond servant, John, who testified to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ. Even to all that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of the prophecy and heed the things which are written in it, for the time is near. John. John to the seven churches that are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from him who is, and who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and released us from our sins by his blood. This is so heavy. And he has made us to be a kingdom, priest to his God and father. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and fellow partaker in the tribulation and kingdom and perseverance, which are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet saying, write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the middle of the lampstands, I saw one, like a son of man, clothed in a robe. I saw one, like a son of man, excuse me, clothed in a robe, reaching to the feet and girding across his chest with a golden sash. His head and his hair were like, y'all listen to this because people like to jack this up and, and misuse this. His hair and his, his head and his hair were white, like white wool, like snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze when it has been made to glow in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of many waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining in its strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. And he placed his right hand on me, saying, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. And I was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and of Hades. Therefore, write the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which will take place after these things. As for the mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands, the seven, st- the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So, um, of course we won't be able to get through all of this tonight. Tobias has to get up super early in the morning. Um, Let's maybe do verse one through seven. And, um, yeah, and I, and if you're wondering, like, keep this, we me, me ain't learned nothing yet about, like, what's supposed to happen. You got to set it up, people. You got to start from the beginning to know why all this stuff matters. You can't just jump into the action scenes and
1: no plot.
2: Like you said, Tenet was.
1: That's exactly what happened.
2: Yeah. That's, that's Christopher Nolan. That's what he does. That's his thing. Cause I feel like he set up, um, he set up uh, Inception super long. Oh yeah, remember so, that? It was like when you dream, you dream like this. Remember? Okay, I'm about to tell y'all. It's the exact
1: same way. Okay, that's yep. Christopher Nolan. Yep, it's the exact same way. Okay. Also, Keith should read an audio book. Uh hmm
2: I was hoping that I, I was like, if if I'm reading this and Tobias yawns, I'm doing something wrong, and he didn't yawn, so I was excited.
1: That would have, if I yawned, it would have, it wouldn't have been because of your reading. I know, but like even
2: then, I'm like, am I putting him to sleep? Because I know, like they <laughs> they say, like when I read, like it's like, yo, your voice is mad soothing. I was like, ah, not right now. <laughs> we doing a podcast.
0: <laughs> all right,
2: so, all right. So, um, chapter one. Um, anything that stood out to you guys? Plot, really? The, Tobias is calling it a plot. This isn't a plot, Tobias. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to, I was trying to like... A plot, man. Trying okay. to say like the setup. But I was trying to like apply it to, in terminology that makes, I was thinking of movies. Right, you you forcing it. Don't force it. What happened?
3: <laughs> so it's by you thinking in the terms of movies?
1: Yes. Oh, okay. As in like like you said, uh, people haven't learned nothing yet. and You say I have to set it up. And then so that's why I said the word plot. Like you got to set certain stuff up in regards to a plot that makes, you can't just have a movie, have explosions and action and then the end. You got to have a plot to make it all come together cohesively. So that's why I said mm-hmm.
2: that. One. What are your thoughts on Revelation chapter one?
3: <laughs> My thoughts on it, um, you know, coming from someone who um, i you know, I've always skimmed through the Bible. I never really read it mm-hmm. entirely. Um, it sounds like it's an introduction. Yes. And um, it's, it's like a it's like a, well, one through seven anyway. If it, it comes off like, um, like, okay, we know what happened before, but this is what's happening now. And you need to pay attention. because yeah. last time you didn't pay attention.
2: Mm. 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 All right, let's do this. I think that's, that's... T, did you want to add anything to that?
1: No, but introduction is a better word than plot.
2: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a prologue.
1: Yeah. So it is,
2: it it is, it is here. Here is why. So, um, John is saying, um, I had a vision and the stuff that I'm getting ready to tell you, first of all, I was commissioned by Jesus Christ himself to tell you this. He gave me this vision. Um, I was in the spirit on the day of the Lord. So this stuff that I'm about to tell you, I'm, I'm writing it to these seven churches. Um, in Asia Minor. I'm writing it to y'all. is it's, it's the so the first four chapters are about that. And then, you know, after chapter four, like or I think in chapter four, you get into what everybody calls Armageddon and, you know, being raptured and all of that type of stuff. Um so some so is it's as Jesus and God are saying in in chapter one and towards the end, it says right Write what happened, write what's happening, and then write what will happen. I'm telling y'all that for a reason because um, there's four different views, four different major views on this book. Um, And I'm trying to find them right now. Because one is, okay, here we go. Um, There's four different views, um, major views. Um, Number one being the preterist view. The preterist view, this approach believes that Revelation deals only with the church in John's day. In the preterist approach, the book of Revelation doesn't predict anything. John simply describes events of his current day, but he puts them in symbolic quote-unquote code. So those outside of Christian outside the Christian family couldn't understand his criticism of the Roman government. In the preterist view, the book of Revelation was for then and not for now. Um, so that's one view on it. The historic, the historist view, the historicist view, um, this approach believes that revelation is a sweeping, disordered panorama of all church history. In a historicist historist view approach, revelation predicts the future, but the future of the church age, not the future of end time events. In the historist's view, historicist view, I think that's what it is. Revelation is full of symbols that describe now. So it's saying like no this is what happened, that's what happened, blah blah blah. Then there's a the poetic view. This approach believes that Revelation is a book full of pictures and symbols intended to encourage and comfort persecuted Christians in John's day and the poetic or allegorical view, the book of revelation isn't literal or historic revelation is a book of personal meaning or, um, and this is the view that we are going to take um, on this study is the futurist view. Um, This approach believes that beginning with chapter four, revelation deals with the end times, the period, directly preceding Jesus's return and the futurist view revelation is a book that mainly describes the end time. And so, um, I'm reading from, um, um, the blue letter, Bible.org is helping us out. Um, so that's going to be a study, you know, so don't just think it's just Keith coming from like Keith is studying all over and you know, so it's not just him, it's Bible theologians that he's like, okay, these are, let me not say authorities, but people that, know deeply about this content which approach is correct each one is true in in some regard the book of revelation did speak to john's day so the preterist view it does say something to church history and it does have meaning for our personal life so while elements of the first three approaches have their place we can't deny the place of the futurist view we can know the book of Revelation speaks with clarity about the end times because of two central principles drawn from Revelation chapter one, one through three. So it's in there. It's like, no, it's, I'm t- tell them about future things, too. You know. All right. So um, we're going to read one through seven again. Are y'all still with me? Yes. All that makes mm-hmm.
1: sense. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his bond servants, the things which must soon take place, and he uh, i I'll, I'll share it again
1: That's thunder.
2: I heard something roll. I don't know oh yeah, um, that's crazy. and he sent in communicate wait the revelation of jesus christ so the book of revelation is about the revelation of jesus christ revelation meaning unveiling the revealing of jesus christ and all of his glory and all of his splendor maybe not splendor so much well, no, yeah, no, yeah, his splendor, because we we get to see that too, um, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his bond servants, bond servants meaning those who are in Christ, bondservants and people that have said, "For you, we will live and die." The things which must take place, so these, these it's gotta happen. And y'all stop me, y'all stop me, stop me if I'm, you know I me, mean? if you don't understand mm-hmm. stuff, stop, stop me if y'all got a thought, whatever it is. And he sent and communicated it by his angel to his bond servant John, who testified to the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of the prophecy. So understand that this is a prophecy. They say, you know, so our people are like, well, no, this isn't, it's not happening or no, it's a prophecy. We're letting you know that this is yet to happen. And it's going to happen. (laughs) Um, And heed the things which are written in it, for the time is near. Um, And it was written to, um, the first part of it is um, Ecclesia, Ecclesia meaning the people chosen by God. So the seven churches, um, which I think, correct me if I'm wrong, none of these churches are still in existence today.
0: Mm.
2: They are not in existence today. Um, John to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him. I could break down that whole grace and peace thing. Grace and peace is literally the gospel in short. The things that Jesus that Jesus wants to extend and bring is grace and peace.
1: I also was going to ask a question earlier. What's up? So all of those things that you broke down, uh, is that like, do some de- de- denominations stem from that? Like, do some people like strictly believe like maybe the poetic side so much that they veered off into a different denomination or or is that not like a thing?
2: Well, uh, well, I'm not too sure. But what I can say is I think some, I don't think denominations stem from that. I think you have people that are in different denominations that have different views within the same denomination. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? like we, we got the same doctrine but we differ when it comes to this yeah. you know um, because you'll you have you have people in the same church that think that you know some people are like well I'm pre-trib well I'm post-trib and, and they'll even show it like that I'm pre-tribulation like meaning that we'll be raptured up before the tribulation happens and then you got some people that are like well I'm post-trib because I you know based off of what the Bible says um uh tobias if you could give us 10 more minutes yeah yeah all right we will be right back after these after this quick little sound that you're gonna hear all right guys we are back and we are still in revelation we're only um doing the first seven verses um just discussing them before we move on. I feel like next week we should probably just start off with this. <laughs> what do y'all think?
1: Start off with so the let's end. let's start it off with this. Let's start it off. Let's start, mm-hmm. start off by talking about the end. <laughs> mm. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. So where are we? Where are we? Um where are we? You share it. back in this thing okay um so blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of the prophecy um and so it's not blessed like you're blessed because of reading it it's like you bl- it is you're blessed because of reading it but it's like you're blessed for reading it because now you know what's what's going to happen now you know what's it's not like oh I, I'm going to read revelation so I can be blessed that's not how that works. And that's not what it's meaning. That's not what it's talking about. I'm saying you'll be blessed for having known this and understand what has happened, what is happening, and what is to come. Um, blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of the prophecy. And here it is. And heed the things which are written in it, for the time is near. Um, John to the seven churches that are in Asia: Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was. And is to come. Grace and peace with grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. Who is that?
0: God, right? No.
1: Yeah. Jesus?
2: Jesus? Yes. This this is now. I right, now let me break down the Trinity real quick. Um so yes. Um, you right if you say God, you right if you say Jesus. Um, but to be more specific, which you guys were, um, it's talking about Jesus specifically here. Now we do believe that God is three and one, but we do believe that God is three and one, three and what, three persons in one. Right? And so mm-hmm. when it's talking about God, God the Son is like who was, who was already. It it's a nice way, it's a really cool way of saying. He always was, he always is, and he always will be. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and and it might, and so when it's saying who was and who is and who is to come, it's referring to Jesus. When it says Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, a lot mm-hmm. of times it's referring to God. God,
1: okay, okay, that makes sense.
2: God the Father, but mm-hmm. again, they're inter they're interchangeable. You know what I mean? But more specifically, in this sense. Um, when you hear those two things, it's talking about one or the other. Um, grace, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits, which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. All right. So who are the Seven Spirits?
3: You said the Seven Spirits?
2: Seven Spirits. I'm
3: not going to lie, that's my first time here now.
2: Right? Me too. Seven Spirits? Seven Spirits. Mm-hmm. My fault. Jack that up. Jack that up. Let me back that up. From him who mm-hmm. is and who was and who is to come, John brings a greeting from God the Father, who is described with this title. So who was and who is, who is to come, that's God. And then it then it goes on to talk about God the Son. So God the Father, God the Son. So who so if we already spoke about God the Father, God the Son. Where is a, the spirit? Where is the spirit? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll read it again. Oh, you was asking us like that?
2: Yeah, I was asking.
1: Oh, I I was waiting for you to answer. That's why I was saying.
2: I'm not catching this out you just gave us. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll uh-huh. give it one more time. And from uh-huh. Jesus Christ, the faithful witness. So, we uh-huh. grace to you, peace from God, who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and released us from our sins by his blood. The disciples? No, the Holy Spirit. With... Oh,
3: okay.
2: No. The... Oh, you're saying that the disciples would be the seven spirits?
3: Seven spirits, yeah. All
2: right. So this is this is good theology. This is good theology here. So when it's mentioning God and then mentioning um, and mentioning Jesus, right, and it's giving this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you can see right here, it says um, from him who you know. So we know that's that's God the Father right there, and then mm-hmm. it says from the seven spirits who are before His throne, and and from Jesus the faithful witness. Now you would never, you would never put the, you would never put like regular people in between God and Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like John would never do that.
1: Mm-hmm. So you saying he put the Holy Spirit?
2: The Holy Spirit is the seven spirits. Oh. Okay. I just, and I'm right with y'all. I just learned this today. Okay. <laughs> so don't think don't think that this is something that like man you, y'all ain't know that. Nope, just learned it today. Um. That, that, toolbar be getting in my way. All right. All right. So from the seven spirits who are before his throne, this is, this is amazing too. This is amazing. This is amazing. Um, John brings greetings from the Holy spirit who is described with this title. The seven spirits who are before his throne speaks to the perfection and completion of the Holy spirit. John uses an Old Testament description of the Holy Spirit. The idea of the seven spirits quotes from the Old Testament. So this is from Isaiah 11, uh, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, describes seven aspects of the Holy Spirit. And remember that like the number of seven, I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, seven was going to appear here mad times and that the number seven is the number of completion. Mm-hmm. So it's no, it's no, it's no farce that, um, the number, like it's seven spirits described with the completion and perfection of the Holy Spirit. Um, so, so Isaiah 11 verse two says, says, um, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. It isn't that there are seven different spirits of God. Rather, the spirit of the Lord has these characteristics and he has them all in fullness and perfection. That's dope, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was dope.
1: It is. Mm-hmm. It's also weighty. Mm-hmm. Very much so.
2: Very much so. Um
3: I'm just in deep thought with
2: everything I'm I'm learning at the well, moment. what are you thinking?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so basically, remember how I took I told you I took it as an introduction.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And, and remember how I said, like, it feels like I'm further explaining this to you because you did not get it the first time around. So let me break it down. But mm. like, that's how, that's how I'm taking it right now. Mm. So um, not to downplay everything before this here, but it, it's kind of, it's kind of like, just in case you read all this and you, you, you didn't get it, mm. this this is how we sum this up. Mm. And it's like, when you you sit here, because that's why I was so thrown off, because I said, I was like, Seven Spirits? I was like, what? Like, Mm -hmm. it it really had me stuck. So I'm like, what, the disciples? And then then keeps like, he would never do that. I'm like, right, right. And then to hear it, like, read it again. And that's another thing, like, I got to do when I go on this journey of reading the Bible. I can't just read it for what it is. I have to go back. I have to go back. Like, I have to go back. But um, th- it's like, this is the introduction of introductions to me. Mm. Like, it, 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 it's it's like, it's, it's an eye opener. And honestly, like, after reading it and breaking it down the way you are breaking it down, I'm saying to myself, I might want to start here versus starting from the beginning, only because of how I'm gravitating to what, i'm reading right now mm. and and learning
1: maybe oh i was gonna say maybe we're like it's it's good it's good that we're starting here Given mm-hmm. the times of what's going on i said like, we're probably even gravitating towards it because of the way it's being taught to us like it's, you know most people like read it and then they mm-hmm. base whatever there's you know they're gonna they're preach about it from that scripture but right that's not what we're doing right now Keep it I, like,
3: always, yeah, keep, keep I always, yeah. He was actually felt like, breaking
1: down. Like, like, this is what mm-hmm. this... He's breaking right. it down. Mm.
3: It was only one um, pastor I've ever encountered back when me and my family used to go to church um, like every Sunday. It was only one pastor that held my attention and I never got tired. And it was because he was teaching. He wasn't necessarily preaching. Mm. And I just thought that was so cool about him because he was breaking it down. Now, young me, who's like, prides herself on being so smart in 09. And, you know, when you're in church, it's like, all right, let me pull out the Bible and follow what they're saying and seeing if I can get it for a long time. I can't follow it because I couldn't get past the preaching part. Yeah, You know, so when this guy was breaking it down and he didn't have the crowd shouting, he didn't have the crowd Like, you know, into his message and what he wanted us to leave for the day when he was just standing up there calm, talking like Keith, in a tone that it's like, listen, pay attention to detail. I totally gravitated to him way more. What sucked was that he was a guest pastor Uh for that Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. So that I'm I'm having flashbacks right now, like how I was young Mm -hmm. sitting there like. Oh, like having a whole old oh moment, but yeah. I couldn't even elaborate because I was right back to the shouting next Sunday, so
2: well that's what that's what Jesus would do. Jesus would mm-hmm. tell it, and then Jesus would break it down to the people that wanted to know deeper. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like, well what is this what did you mean when you were saying this? and then so mm-hmm. Jesus had the multitude of people that were following because it wasn't just twelve people following Jesus. There were many people that followed Jesus. And then more closely, he had the 12 people. And then even more closely, he had three people. And then the closest we have what we believe, who we believe is John, the one writing this book right now. Yeah. So like, you know, he, he was like, I got my best friend who knows, <laughs> who knows, it, who knows it to this degree. I got the three who I could tell it to on a deeper level. I got the 12 who will understand it because they believe. I got the multitude. They know my message. Uh You know? Um, Where are we? Yeah, so... And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead. Uh, Yes. So deep, so rich. And the ruler of the kings of the earth to him who loves us and released us from our sin by his blood. It's kind of self-explanatory, but, uh, but, uh, who knows from Jesus Christ? uh, I'm, I'm back in the notes from, uh, The Blue Letter Bible from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and a ruler over the kings of the earth. John brings a greeting from God, the son, who is described by who he is and by what he has done. Jesus is the faithful witness. This speaks to Jesus's utter reliability and faithfulness to his father and to his people, even unto death. The ancient Greek word translated witness is also the word for a martyr. Jesus is the firstborn from the dead. This speaks to Jesus' standing as preeminent among all beings, that he is the first in priority. Firstborn from the dead means much more than that. Jesus was the first person resurrected. It also means that he is preeminent among all those who are or will be resurrected. Jesus is the firstborn among many brethren. This is That's from Romans 8, verse 29. Um, so the reason why we are saved is because Jesus is, the reason why we're saved, if we, if we, if we believe in Jesus, the reason why we're acceptable to God, the reason why we're God's children is because Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. Everything that we couldn't do, everything that we couldn't do, Jesus did. Everything that we couldn't be, Jesus was. You know what I mean? Jesus, I, what I like to say is Jesus is the bridge. He was the bridge. He's the bridge between God and man. Jesus is the God-man, right? So I got to be the firstborn because I'm the first everything, but I'm the first, I'm, the, I'm not the first everything because he was the second Adam. They call him the second Adam. Why do they call him the second Adam? Because he came to fix everything that Adam jacked up. So I'm the firstborn of brethren, right? So I'm acceptable. And now the rest of you can be adopted by my father because of what I've done. You've accepted me. And that's why it talks about how none can come to the father, but through me, you got to come through me because I'm the one that's acceptable to him, not you. You're not acceptable to him. So You have to accept me. Therefore, yes, I've already accepted you. So you got to accept me. Then we can go to my father and say, look, look, I'm in them. They are in me. And God is like, all right, bet, come on in. (laughs) But for everyone that's like, I don't need Jesus. God is like, you're not acceptable. (laughs) What you doing? Depart from me. I never knew you. Tobias got to go to work. Um, (laughs) Jesus is the firstborn of the dead. We talked about that. Um, He's the firstborn from the dead. It also means that he's preeminent among those who are or will be resurrected. So Paul says this in Romans. He was like, "If, if Jesus wasn't resurrected, then neither shall we be. You know what I mean? So if there's no resurrection, then we're all to be pitied. Um, so it talks about the firstborn. The use of firstborn does not mean that Jesus had a birth date and is therefore a created being and not God. The ancient rabbis called Yahweh himself firstborn of the world. Rabbis also use firstborn as a messianic title. God said, as I made Jacob a firstborn, Exodus 4, verse 22, so also will I make King Messiah a firstborn. Um. Jesus is the ruler over the kings. Before the book of Revelation is over, Jesus will take dominion over every earthly king. So we're gonna see this in Revelation that Jesus is coming for his spot. I'm coming now. It's time. So when everyone talk about Jesus is on the throne, he's like, I'm not on the throne yet. I'm at the right hand of my Father, but I'm about to be on the throne. Don't worry about it. Before the book of Revelation is over, Jesus will take dominion over every earthly king. At the present time, Jesus rules a kingdom, but it is a kingdom that is not yet of this world. So he's king, he's Lord of lords, and all of that right now. But right now, he's not ruling it. He's like, like I said, he's right hand of the Father. Almost done. Uh. And he made us to be a kingdom, priests to his God and father. So priesthood, if we priest, if we priest, we in a priesthood, which is like all the children of God are in the priesthood. So let me back that up real quick. Everyone's saying we all children of God. No, we not. No, we not. Any confusion about that? Yeah. What are you confused
1: about? I love that. <laughs> hey guys. But well, why? I'm gonna have to let you go though. All uh, right. I'm gonna listen to the rest, but I to let you Yeah, sweet go. dreams, bro. Already. appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Love y'all, man.
2: I'm gonna cut this part. Out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
2: So Tobias had to go. He definitely had to work tomorrow. Um appreciate him staying as long as as he did. Um but Sharice is posing the well I posed the question and uh mm-hmm. what are, what are you confused about?
3: Because it's always um like uh where like we're him like a piece of him or in his image, so how can we not be um you said you said a child of, a child of God, correct, yeah, so how can we not be a child of him if we're all like we all come from him,
2: we're all we, may, we don't all come from him, we were. We were made in the image of him. Oh. We were made in the image of God, like you know, it was like let us create man in our likeness and in our image. Um and that was that. Yeah, you know I mean, uh let me find it. You are not keep talking while I find
3: no. it. <laughs> no it's not to really talk about because that is my question like that yeah. that's kind of confusing to me in the sense that we're told that um okay we're you like we're made in his image but now you're saying we don't all come from but everyone says uh you know where I'm a child of god I like oh it's so complex <laughs> mm-hmm. i just i just feel like it's so complex and it's so many um False statements and things out there that you, it's easy it's easy to become confused. So they hear that we're all that that we're all not a child of God, or that we all don't
2: come from Him. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> but I
3: thought he I thought he created all. So that's why it's like,
2: right? Oh you were created by God. Is every um? Every um, article that you've written is every article you've written your child.
3: Every well, I created it.
2: You created it, but mm-hmm. is it is it your child? Do you like? Do you consider it your child?
3: Oh, I see what you did there. Okay.
2: Like you might have some articles that are or whatever whatever piece of work that you're doing that's like this is my baby,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but not everything is, is your baby. Some stuff is you, you created it. Yeah. But like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's not you. It's not a part
0: mm-hmm. of you. Okay.
2: Um, so that's a, a poor example leading up to this point. Um, John chapter eight, verse 42 says this. Um, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me, for I have come here from God. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I am saying? It is because you are unable to accept my message. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out his desires. That's that's point, that's key. And you want to carry out his desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, refusing to uphold the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language because he is a liar and a father of lies. Keep reading. Keep reading. Uh, Father of lies. But because... I speak the truth. Man, just go to the thing. (laughs) The internet. Um, In the Father of Lies. But because I speak the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you can prove me guilty of sin? If I speak the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears the words of God. Whoever belongs to God hears the words of God. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Did that confuse you more? Or, or, or...
3: So it's kind of like, it's like being tone deaf to, his preachings and what he has put before us to gain knowledge on who and what he is.
2: It's, it's, um it's more so like they, they, well, he's basically saying y'all don't hear because y'all don't want to hear. And y'all don't hear because y'all don't like the truth. Like truth, not just not just something being a truth, but truth itself, him being wrapped up in truth, him being truth. You don't like when you hear when you hear what he's saying, when you hear his message, you reject it because Mm -hmm. you like evil. You rather the opposite thing. How can you mm. be mine? That's not my... My children don't do that. Mm. You're not a child of mine. My mm. children love truth. My children love my voice. They love to walk in the light. Y'all love to live and walk in darkness and do dark things and do bad things. Y'all not my children. You know what I mean? And that can be a, a, a... It's like, you know, that's an eye-opener for a lot of people because it's like, man, everybody is a child of God. And it's like... Everyone was created by God, by him and through him, all things were created, but not everyone is a a child of God. Like children of the light is what they would, you know, some people would say like, are you walking in the light? Do you like, do you live like, you know what I mean? do you run to things that are pleasing to God or do you run to things? And don't get me wrong. We all are prone to sin. We all are uh-huh. prone to stray. Don't, get me, uh-huh. don't uh-huh. get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Shoot. I thank God for the gospel each and every day. Uh-huh. You know, Um, but, uh, wait. Oh, somebody, well, girl, we going to get your little video done, golly. Um, But there, you know, there comes a time when some people have made a conscious decision or people make decisions every day. I hear what he's saying. I disagree with what he's saying. I don't Mm. like what he's saying. Mm. I'm not going to live how he's saying You've made the decision not to be a child of God, not him. Wait,
3: not him. Okay.
2: Okay. And so how do we get there? Um, and so th- that's what you're saying, like to be a priesthood, like if you're a priesthood, like what do priests do? They represent God, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and to be a priest, to be a priesthood is to is to be children of God. It's it's just that simple. Um he verse six again, and he made us to be a kingdom. He made us to be a kingdom. And um I heard it said um a little bit differently, like to be a kingdom is like you know, like some words were left out or whatever it might be, is like like we ourselves are not a kingdom. We were meant to be in the kingdom. You know what I mean? So it's not taking out it's not negating the scripture itself, it's just negating like the lack of words put there for the scripture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like what you meant to say or what was understood in that translation meant that we were in the kingdom. because we are, And that's what, what gives people the impression that we can have whatever God is saying that we would have later to have it now because we a kingdom. It's like, no, no, we, we are in the kingdom. Like we're in the kingdom already, but the kingdom has not yet come. Right? And that's why we read it. We're waiting earth. for the kingdom to come. And so many times people are like, I want peace. We want peace on earth. And it's like, we won't get it until this, till Jesus breaks out this entire war <laughs> on this earth. Which, what we read in in Revelation. Um, it's not, I can't even call it war because war would make it sound fair. It's like, it's just rectifying everything. Um, to him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Verse seven, behold, he is coming with the clouds. So he's like, so when you expect him to come from the sky, he's definitely going to come from the sky. Look, he's coming from the clouds for sure. And every eye will see him. So that's why he's in the clouds so that every eye can see him. Like he'll be able to be seen all over the world when he comes. Um, Behold, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. Like so even those who killed him. Now that I'm not too sure about, but I know how scripture works. Sometimes, sometimes when it's saying like even those who pierced him or some or something like that, it might not mean them exactly. It might mean their descendants. So some people. Some people, maybe I let your lineage live on. Maybe I let your blood live on even after you've done all of this crazy stuff because I want y'all to see this. Mm-hmm. So so, like when he told Abraham he was gonna have many, 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 many sons and, and daughters and all of that type of stuff. He had one son. No, he had two sons. And then he died. He was like, wait, you like, what happened? All like, no, he meant People that believed that had faith like him mm-hmm. he made his children <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we don't know well you know or let's be literal he might have meant it literally those who literally pierce my side y'all gonna be able to see it um almost done. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. So it is to be, Amen. And um, we'll hopefully that wasn't too heavy for y'all, and if it was too heavy for y'all, hopefully y'all will come back next week and <laughs> go even deeper with us into this. Um. Sharice, anything you want to say?
3: Um, no, I do. I will be saying that I will be doing a lot of studying and leading up to the next episode. Just off of what we just read, though. I just, I gotta, I gotta internalize it um, alone, off the camera. <laughs> oh, of course.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There it is. Um, I plan on if y'all if y'all know me from um, I pray this helps. Y'all know that we about to go in, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to spare no expense on going in. Um, let me look at my itinerary here. We could close out. Shaz, thanks for sticking with me. Um, we Absolutely. do we do pray that um Alana doesn't have COVID nineteen. Um while you wait, y'all could be praying for um, Alana to get better and feel better. Um, Pray for our endeavors on this podcast as as we continue to grow and get bigger um, and surpass our past successes. Um, Again, season three, this season ends October 20th and we're going to start season four, November 24th. Um, While I'm waiting, I'm reading, oh yeah, we're going to start airing on Twitch and Caffeine, so look out for Either Twitch or Caffeine, I haven't figured it out yet. Um, But we are definitely going to be on Facebook Live. And we are already on Facebook. So check us out at Thank God for the Group Chat on Facebook. Just go, you know how to search stuff. Go to Thank God for the Group Chat. (laughs) Like it and subscribe to us. Like us on Facebook. Like us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We up to 100 subscribers now on YouTube. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Um... Um, like and subscribe and share us on all podcast platforms whatever you listen to wherever you listen to us on don't forget to rate us we had 34 ratings um before we made some type of or i'll be honest i made some type of mistake um <laughs> so now we have six so please get us back up there comment tell us tell everybody how much you like our show um and yeah, um, so while you wait, I've been reading um or like I said, doing the audio book for um the Malcolm X autobiography. I'm chapter I'm three chapters in and I'm struggling with hating white people. So it ain't, it ain't for the faint of heart. It ain't for the mm-hmm. faint of heart. Mm. Yeah. I don't though. I don't hate white people. I do love y'all. But y'all need mm-hmm. to get it together. <laughs>
3: get it together.
2: hmm what about you?
3: Um, um, I'm gonna be honest. Um, right now it's like it's really weird to me. There's a lot of <laughs> offers coming my way. It's
2: like, it's I'm really, about to be reading Revelation. What is you talking?
3: Right? about? Right, it's a lot coming my way. That I feel like I gotta tackle and I gotta do. So, um, right now I will be diving into Re- um revelations mm. for sure. And, but, um, on the other creative side of things, um, I took a break from writing and, um, only because I, I take breaks because my mind is just, it'd be going. And i just be like, you got to slow down because I'm not getting all of this and I'm missing some of it and I don't want to. So I take breaks, but now I'm about to go back into it. After reading now. it's like, it's 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 crazy how the mind works. That's all I can say. But what I will say is that, um, like, it's, it's a lot of people asking me, like, what's what's your next project? What's your next thing? I'm not gonna lie. With everything going on, I haven't really been exp- and like inspired. Like I I I'm just like a, like you know it, it, it's just so much to write about. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to be cliche. You don't want to be like everybody else but the way my mind works i i don't necessarily think i see things like everybody else when mm-hmm. it comes to uh certain certain um things that i feel passionate about mm. things that hold dear things that like what like for instance like revelation right when i break it down how i see it how i like how i'm going to interpret it is probably going to be completely different from a lot of people but how i would explain why i feel this way once i take it in and break it down is like that that's how i see things like that, that's that that's just me
0: mm-hmm.
3: but so i guess <laughs> i'm just gonna probably little by little start getting back to writing some things yeah but it's probably gonna have a lot to do with my new you know uh experience about the revelation like i said i think i'm gonna start Um, reading the Bible and I think I want to start from here so like Tobias said it is a dope like it's a dope thing that just happened
2: yeah there's the funny thing about the Bible is there's no wrong place to start to start I heard that before too have you? I'm like at first like when you said that I was like why would you start there? and I was Mm -hmm. like you know what? it don't matter matter right (laughs) right that's that's not not
3: the first yeah that's not the first time I've I've heard that Hmm. It doesn't That's matter. not the first time. Because my goddad said that to me. He, he he always used to say, Well, don't matter where you start, as mm-hmm. long as you start.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what I, he was saying. And I, I would agree with that one hundred percent. Um guys, well, if you getting started, we're about to end and um we thank y'all mm-hmm. for listening and uh prayerfully we'll see you next week. Yes. Bailey, Daddy loves you.